It's Saturday, February 18th, and this is Season 2, Episode 1 of... The Slayers of Boredom Podcast! Look at Danny chugging water. Just putting it I was down. trying to get it to make the sound again. Yeah, it didn't really do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, it's a new year. Uh, we wanted to be back earlier for season two, but, you know, shit happened. I got sick twice. Life in general. Life in general is just, you know. Yeah. Decided to take a dump. Yeah. At the wrong time. It's tough out there. It know? is tough out there in the world. Inflation a lot is tougher, a bitch. A lot tougher for other people than for us. Though. Ah, it's true. Shit. It's true. But we have yeah. plenty to talk about, so we might yeah. Well, what do you what what since the new year, man? Anything? Let's talk about some media at least for a little bit. Any games you played? Any movies you watched? Anything new? I watched a bunch of shit while I was sick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, putting away shows has been a, been a pleasure as of late. Last of Us is fantastic, yeah. and uh, you're I, all caught up. All caught up. Yeah, episode yeah, yeah. five was awesome. I was just uh, finally got that. The right spoiler. Sorry. <laughs> Fuck you if you haven't watched it by now. <laughs> Bloater, man, finally showed up. Yep, yep. Because, like, everybody was all upset about episode three, and the only thing that upset me was not for all of their stupid bullshit reasons, but because I just wanted him to acquire his car battery at the gym and fight that bloater like you did in the game. I just thought yeah, that yeah, was yeah. fun. And uh, the bloater didn't show up, and I was like, whatever. But then it showed up in episode five, and it was awesome. So they are doing made up so for it. well. Yeah, with it's the great adaptation th- from like video game to this. For those of us that played Last of Us, mm-hmm. uh, it is it is great to see. I even said during the first episode, just by the way the camera was in the back seat, and you could see through with the people like from behind their heads. Yeah, it felt I it was like it feels like I'm in a video game, you know, sure. in a cutscene, just the way it was. And then I see the next day how perfectly in time they did it with the burning home and everything mm-hmm. else. It's like yeah, it shows it, up on Gamespot or something a lot. They always do the back to or the uh, side by sides and stuff. Yeah, side by side. Yeah, and it's uh it's fascinating and fun to try and find. And then you know the storylines themselves. When Henry's introduced, I'm like, "Oh shit!" Greta, my wife, has no idea. She didn't play the game, mm. and she's just loving the show. Mm-hmm. So I have to sit there and be like, oh, "I know it's gonna happen." <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know why the 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 tragedy that uh, what's the word the tragedy that befalls Joe everywhere or Joel everywhere he goes um, seems to be hitting me harder when I'm seeing it in the show than it did in the game, which I guess makes sense. Because, you know, it's like, I know I'm playing a video game, but it's more, it's just like I'm realizing it more now, like the people that are, I don't know. Yeah. Like the game was just well, like, well, I don't know. The scene right before the cutscene in the game that Mike gave you the emotional pull was so challenging that you hate Joel because he yeah, wouldn't sure. do what you wanted him to do. Yeah, sure. And then you finally beat it and you're like, good, I hope this feels awful. Let's see what's next. You yeah. Know? <laughs> it's a little different in the show when you're following along. But I love the girl that's playing or, or, um. I guess she came out as fluid, but the main character in Last of Us, the show. Oh, um, I don't even know what her name is. Is there running water? Maybe. Could be okay. like the pipes. Yeah. <laughs> the pipes in the house? Yeah. It happens. Um, the house pisses every now and again. Yeah, I don't know why I can't even think of her fucking name now. Yeah, but either way, I think she was a good good choice. Yeah. Um, She's coming along well. She's a good actress, for sure. Uh, I enjoy it. But other than that, I mean, Your Honor's fantastic, but we're watching that. So you're on to season, you're going through season one, or okay. you're on to season two now? We're on to season two of Your oh, Honor, okay, yeah. yeah. That's episodic at this moment. Uh, um, yeah, I, th- I I know that was on Showtime, um, 
I did want to see it, but oh well. The first, you, have you seen the first season? No. Oh my god. I dude, I you know <laughs> I don't have Showtime. I guess I could find it somewhere now, maybe like on Hulu or something. Yeah. There's always it's just gotta be free. You know, well, it won't be free if I'm paying for the you know what I mean. I'm not I'm not spending any more money to watch anything anymore. I hear you. You know I what I mean? There's things I want to see on Apple Plus and I just can't get another streaming service. I'm just done with it. Mm-hmm. Like I have plenty, and there and I'm I the cues in each one are long, mm-hmm. you know, um, but did you watch Wednesday? No, I couldn't care less. Oh my god, dude, it's it's good though. It's what? awesome, dude. It's awesome. No, I won't. So I'm gonna say Wednesday was good. <laughs> Kaleidoscope was pretty decent. <laughs> Haven't seen that either. Last of Us is awesome. Did you watch? Yeah. Uh, did you watch the Pale Blue Eye? No, not yet. But that has Fetterman in it. Uh, you can't tell it's him, but... But he wasn't. It was a Christian Bale thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's in the list. Dude. To be seen. The the guy that plays Edgar Allan Poe is just freaking incredible. Like, such a good actor. Blew me away. Okay, okay. Um, he was in Harry Potter. He played, uh... uh Dudley, his, uh, his annoying little cousin that he lived with. Ah. Yeah, I wouldn't know because I haven't seen them all. And I have, but it was a girlfriend that made me watch them at the time. And so I didn't really pay attention. But um, let's talk about that. You're playing the game, right? I'm not playing the game. Oh. Um, I had it pre. I had Hogwarts Legacy pre-ordered for PS4, and then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. It's not going to be out till April, so I canceled that. Um, because I'm just going to get a PS5 and just get it for PS5 because I just haven't moved on to. Do you have a PS5 over there? No, no. no? Um, I'm going. So to that's what I'm just. Next. That's what I'm just going to end up doing. Um. But no, I am not playing the game. But yes, I am going to get it. I am going to play it. Um, How do you feel about the the? Uh, I mean, there's no way I can really defend it. Like whatever. I I just it's wait, there's there's you, little you, ways there's little ways I'm hearing about it in the game. Like I'm hearing that there are like trans characters. You can be a trans character, and like the people that like made the game, even though J.K. is associated with it, are saying like you know this is. Um, I don't know if they said this, but I would assume if there are trans characters, that's their way of, like, you know, justifying making the game in their eyes or getting back at JK. But in the end, there's always going to be that money that they're making, yeah. you know, when this woman espouses, like, horrible views. So for those that don't know, uh, JK Rowling is a creator of Harry Potter World. And yeah, she has the Wizarding um, World. She has some unique thoughts on the trans community um, that trans. Well, they're not unique. They're just bigoted. She just, yeah. she, she has you know, trash them publicly or on social media or whatever. And you unapologetically. Know, yeah. Unapologetically. She's it's, it's repulsive shit. Um, so can you separate, cause I, you are a big Harry Potter fan. So I'm a huge Harry you, Potter fan. Can you I separate the art from the artist? It's, I don't know the, the best way that, and this doesn't even excuse it. It doesn't make it, it the best way John Oliver talked about it in one of his shows. And he was just like, she can go. The books can stay. Because it's, it's, I don't know, man. Because you make her money. I, I can't, I don't, first of all, I acquired all of my Harry Potter books and everything before she made any of these comments, which doesn't make it any better. I know people that have done that and sold everything, you know what I mean, and hate it. But I'm just, it's, there There's really, there, there is a connection it's not even my childhood. It's well, like it's like too, my like, yeah. It's more like my adulthood to be honest. But I uh, you love I just it. yes. That story has a very special place in my heart. 
and it's a it's a feel good story for me. I can I can be upset and I can think about it. I can, you know, I'm I'm very good at using my mind's eye. It's why I like to read books. You know what I mean? Because you know, like you're reading somebody else's words. Which oh wait, hold on, wait. Let's just let's hear what Andrew Tate has to hear about reading though, real quick. You got you know Andrew Tate, that stupid fucking asshole. Oh yeah, weirdo, cocky, male chauvinistic douchebag. Men in this. Reading books is for losers who are afraid to learn from life, so they try and learn from the life others have lived. But you've never really learned unless you lived it. You must feel it to believe it. Books are a total waste of time. Education for cowards. So. That's the most ridiculous statement. Yeah, I know. He's got to say this stuff knowing people are going to share it as an idiot's move. Like, it can't be. Yeah, but some people love it, man. Some people love that shit. People that can't read? How'd they even read it? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. <laughs> That's a good point. It's like, well, wait a minute, dude. If you want your audience to not read books, how are they supposed to read your tweets? Sorry, just talk about your cars and talk about how you're the most dangerous man in the world and all this shit and how you're a perfect specimen of a man and how you sexually assault women and you fucking piece of shit. Yeah. Anyways, so, um, so yeah, I mean, sure, I it's it's, it's and, and my wife, my wife certainly has issues with me. My wife has trans friends and they're awesome people, and I, I, it sucks, man. Marilyn Manson, I wasn't a huge fan of him, but people dedicated like their personas to what he brought to the table with his art, and and because it was fun, unique, and it was innovative for the time the way he was like just pissing in the face of anybody that had like you think this is gross or this is like out of the norm this this is out of the norm here's something yeah but he further. was sexually assaulting didn't he do that to uh what's her, the girl from uh, oh yeah yeah there's that western show on hbo multiple westworld yeah so um, i mean fuck that guy but i mean it's just, i'm saying fuck that guy yes but this is another scenario it's just not yours is harry potter dude but you he's guys that it's so like it's it's tough jimmy page was grooming like a 14 year old girl in led zeppelin and led zeppelin's written some i know you're not a classic rock guy but i mean seriously how many iconic songs have i mean it's it's yeah david bowie 13 year old yeah you know but you, it's it's disgusting, the, and it's like it, the, the way I see it nowadays. Obviously, all of that behavior needs to change, and there shouldn't. But how do you push the pleasure of the like? So you've always loved a Led Zeppelin song, like just so much. It comes as on a guitar and you player. Feel yeah, Jimmy Page fantastic. has written some awesome shit. So when that guitar, which is all actually inspired on, by African American guitar players, but who so invented that, rock and roll. That's who inspired Led Zeppelin. But when you get that guitar lick in your ear, right? you're getting that full feeling. You're not getting the guitarist, the creator of the sounds, who they are at all. So well, yeah, you, so have, you to have to try and achieve that disconnect. That you enjoy. But the argument is, you know, every time you listen to that song on Spotify, you know, they're making money. So it's like they're terrible people who have done terrible things and they make money. You know what I mean? So every time you buy this video game, you know, you make jk rowling money and like oh sure the developers again they're like well you can make trans characters and it's like dude you guys are still making you're getting rich off this so yeah. i mean wow like that's you know that's the best you can do maybe you should donate like a shitload of your profits to you know some sort of awareness or health clinics or something like that and make whichever states still allow them yeah yeah no see it was really easy for me i have no plans to play the hogwarts legacy game but i never cared about any of it so it is. It's easy for me to just turn that off and be like, I just won't support that in any way. And you know, she, oh, she like the the upfront payment is for the rights to make that game. Mm -hmm. That's where she made all her money. Everything on beyond that is some royalties bullshit. That's us. That's them telling us to fucking not use the straws. 
you know, it's it's really on the higher ups making decisions and supporting this bigoted person. And if you want to enjoy the game, just enjoy it's the game. Just, they're just looking. They're looking at a cash cow. They're not looking at again. It's profit over people, and you know that's the way of life in today's capitalistic world. Yeah. And what about like publicity? I mean, any can... publicity is good publicity. So how many people are buying the game out of spite? How many people are buying the game they wouldn't have bought normally just because it wouldn't have crossed their fucking algorithm because everybody's talking about it now. It's yeah. like, man, I, I want to try that out. It, looks, it does look good. I've seen some like, it's gameplay. It's supposedly fantastic. Yeah. And look, I'm still going to buy it and I'm going to play it. And uh, I mean, video games are the same way, man. I don't think you should feel bad about it because you're, you're, you're I just, mindful I don't, of the situation. I don't want to be... I don't want to look like a hypocrite because I come down hard on people who are supportive of like fucking monsters out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so like, I, like I totally understand that. Like I get any type of backlash I would get for it. And I get when my wife is upset with me over it too. You know what I mean? But I just, that story, that world that I had been immersed in and fell in love with long before this woman made any of these comments, like I'm, it already sunk its hooks into me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You had no, re- you didn't find it later. You didn't, you know what I mean? Like it was something that evolved with you over many years. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, all of a sudden you find out the creator's a piece of shit. Like that should, if, that can't, if you, you look, can't take away. If you the look beyond the money, created. I mean, you can hope that you know, just she's got to live with her bigoted, shitty ass views. You know, and like you got to think that maybe that hopefully. I mean, I guess, I guess she wouldn't have those views weighed heavy, heavily on her the way that you know the backlash she's received. But yeah, it's certainly not a monetary backlash. And honestly, at the same time, like another way you can look at it from the money perspective, she made billions long before she said any of this stuff, anyways. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's at this point, it's just it's just pennies in a bucket. She can fucking wipe her ass with whatever she makes for the fucking Hogwarts shit. She's already filthy rich. Yeah, that's again why I think it's a publicity stunt overall. It's I just, yeah, I mean, video games, shit, man. There's there's kids making tons of money off that. But speaking of profit over people, though, um, did you want to talk about the the train derailment? Yeah, sure. <laughs> in <laughs> East Palestine. Yeah, that's in Ohio. And uh, so, what do, what do you know about it? I'm I'm not terribly well researched for this episode. I apologize. Life has been. I got two <laughs> kids. <laughs> I do. So, they're young. So there was a, a derailment on February 3rd uh, in Palestine, Ohio, uh, bordering... Is it Palestine? I thought it was East Palestine. That they called it Palestine, you know, or whatever. You know, I heard it said Palestine a few times, and I okay. thought, this is going to be really confusing. But, no, was, uh, you know, maybe they're saying Palestine, and a, I was still thinking, this is going to be very confusing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's a town of, what, like 4,700 people? I think they're it's mainly blue-collar, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. Um. So yeah, train derailment, which like I think a handful of cars derailed, and one of them caught fire. Oh no, no, or several of them caught fire. But then, for some reason, for containment reasons, they decided to burn remaining chemicals in some sort of controlled burn or something like that. Yes. So okay. there were uh, it, there were five cars, five full tankers full of uh, vinyl chloride which is um, a very noxious, uh, you know, chemical. So um, each one of these were equivalent to close to nuclear bomb status if exploded. 
So when they really yes, if it, if all if they would have exploded, they, there's up to like twenty five thousand gallons in these things, and it's extremely volatile. So had it gotten to the point of explosion, which would have caused each one to explode, you would have had a mass casualty scenario. So they did contain it then. They did contain it with a controlled burn, releasing it slowly into the atmosphere. Now the initial like buzz was that it cre- the the byproduct created a hydrochloride which bonds with uh, like particulates in the air, moisture, water specifically, mm-hmm. and becomes uh, nitric acid. So Which is why a lot of those fish were killed. Yes, okay. that got into the water. But now no, what nobody's been talking about is that it's like an oil spill uh, in a different car of almost 60,000 gallons of oil into that area. Oh, so shit. there's videos coming out. I can't. I, I saw one, but it seemed legit, posted by a legit source, where it was a uh, just a woman with a stick flipping rocks and every time she flipped the rock it was like this silvery gold like liquid you know you could see it looked like an oil slick would come from underneath and then would settle on the top and she said it smelled like plastic but you know what can you say there but still it's like all throughout the waterways and these waterways are connected viciously i don't know if you've seen the maps the way it's like all the way to texas and, and across through montana yeah um all these waterways are affected uh luckily not harrisburg area it always goes around us for some reason. I think because of the, Hus- the Susquehanna River, how that flows in is different and isn't connected it's to these like, waterways. It's like north of Pittsburgh. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't, again, I don't know how everything's connected through, like, the Ohio, the Monongahela, it all, and the Allegheny and where they go. It all goes west. It all goes west. And it's, it's um, we're very lucky because what I think they're going to have to deal with, and they have to deal with it. most of the stuff they're burning off is settling into the ground. That's why you're going to see more ground testing than water testing here shortly. But yeah, and I and started that. I think what I've read most about it is that people aren't concerned. Like they're testing now, but everyone is concerned about the long term impact um, that it's going to have on the community and on people. You yeah. know what I mean? Like somewhere down the road, like people might start getting sick, develop cancers, or something crazy like that. Yeah, um, it's linked to liver cancer. But that it's just linked. You know, it's not definitively. What uh, I, I I saw a good point by uh, what is it? it's somebody who tweets is a uh, Fifty Shades of Way or something. Um, they're usually I don't know. They usually have smart tweets in my opinion. But they were saying they were talking about crime being like a social construct, and like when this is all said and done, like you can compare it to somebody like littering in a park or somebody uh, you know leaving trash somewhere or whatever and getting in trouble for that. Maybe even like going to jail in some certain stupid cases. Um, basically like, you know, almost benign offenses, but compared to this, which, you know, obviously at least ostensibly right now appears to be a huge environmental disaster. I don't really think that in the end, anybody of any consequence is going to face any consequences. You know what I mean? Again, basically anybody like that's on the, hierarchy of uh whatever norfolk southern which is owned by i think a bunch of other like by like some banks and like blackrock um blackrock's like real aren't they like a realty corporation blackrock yeah i mean now you said i was reading that um they're an investment firm but they're buying up properties more because sure the the, uh stock market is so down and volatile they can just Mm -hmm. That's why you pay more for your houses now, because companies like BlackRock decided to get out of the stock market into the real estate game. Yeah, Zillow did that too. And they drive better. up all the prices around, buy everything up, and so nobody else can. Rent is better than dividends. Yeah, it's more consistent. Sure. Uh, that's a whole nother story. 
So I mean, back they, to this, they no, can no pay off the principals on those house, on those properties quick, and then. So, but they, um, I've heard one argument that like, why hasn't Biden and Buttigieg sent any funding towards this, like to fix the, any relief? Yeah. You know, um, and I, I didn't see what they did yet, but they went yesterday to review the whole situation, and they said that Norfolk Southern is being held accountable for this, and that it's going they they will send relief, whatever is needed, but they need to make sure that they're in the understanding that Norfolk Southern is taking the brunt. Norfolk Southern has already given like a million five to the community and and over a million dollars in disbursements to the most affected that had to be evacuated. Now they're all back home now, but not a lot of them because a lot of them just don't feel safe. Like yeah, you know. Um, so they, there's, there's still a large kind of ghost town scenario going on there as people slowly trickle back in, but there's extensive testing. Most of the waterways shooting into other areas are like those places knew it was coming. So they, mm-hmm. they ramped up their water treatment plants. So they were prepared. Yeah. And it seems like if, you know, we can trust all these statements that it would be, um, slowly coming to a halt, but we'll see what those, those long-term scenarios are. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they say that this is all due to Trump's dere- uh, hit. One of his regulation rollbacks was uh, an innovative braking system. Right now, we still use the system that was developed in the Civil War era with air brakes, and they wanted really? they wanted to do a more digital that would be installed on any any cars that would carry these types of chemicals. And the, really, yeah, <laughs> and the Trump administration took that regulation away. It seems like a waste of money because I of can't lobbyists do it, from Norfolk Southern. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> or Southern Norfolk, however you want to say yeah. But, yeah, so, you know, conspiracy theorists, if you want to play with things, go so along again, that little route. Well, again, I mean, it's, it's profit over people. Like, like what's going to be safer for the environment for, our for you know, people that are living in these areas that these toxic chemicals are traveling through? Yeah. Maybe some again, it's all breaks would be good, you know? <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, you know, that's... See, if they, they, they'd probably, like back themselves into their own little corner and been like, well, if we have to do this, then we're going to have to lay off a bunch of people because of labor costs. And oh, it's like, yeah. no, 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 no. You're just going to take some of your billions in profit and you're just going to fucking do this because it's the right thing to do. Like, that's the type of fucking socialism that I think is, like, if, if it's for the greater good, especially of the environment at this point of, like, climate change and everything, like, I mean, that's a very pressing issue. Yeah. Like, and... Uh, Everything should be, we should have high-speed rail all over this country, as far as, like, public transportation goes, in my opinion. Nope. We put all of our money into the military. Speaking of, let's get to the balloons. Have oh, you, uh, yeah. Have you have you uh, dove into that at all? Because that's I, a fun ride. It's just, yeah, I'm sure it is a fun ride. <laughs> um, th- to me, I mean, honestly, it seems like this is a Chinese weather balloon that went off course. <laughs> at least for the the ver- for the first one. Um, well, no, they have def- the... the Definitively, it was taking communications, but it was it really? It was the, wow. the the amount of solar panels on there was way too much to power any kind of weather gathering. You know, they shoot those little balls into the uh, tornadoes and hurricanes and whatever to gather weather. But whatever, whatever. So these giant things, and they had all the capabilities on the balloon to gather communication intelligence hmm. um, on that one balloon. On that one balloon, and then I guess there were like sixteen other around the globe. That were also found to be gathering information, but man, I must have been living under a fucking rock. <laughs> and the, but it didn't go over anything that was of any kind of sci- or, uh, like security concerns. So that the I mean, US I would just says, wonder what these balloons can see that Chinese satellites can't. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I guess I don't know. 
they didn't have any type of ordinance on them. You know what I mean? Like they no. weren't dropping, like planning any type of attack. I mean, it's weird, but I mean, whatever, dude. Government's gonna government. Yeah, fucking but now weirdos. Like it's, it's we've just, sh- we've shot down three we're just more. Fortunate we haven't been caught in the crossfire. Yeah, there was one over like what lake, uh, some lake. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, we don't really know what those other three are, and they're like, that's where all the UFO fun stuff comes up. Mm. But we won't talk about that because one of them. So one was like, we sent like a ten million dollar missile at like a balloon. No, it was (laughs) it was a four hundred thousand dollar Sidewinder missile flown Uh by an F thirteen jet that shot down a twelve dollar balloon from a hobby a hobby group. Really? That's. (laughs) Is that the truth? As, like, it's not only been pushed by some of the highest mainstream spots I've seen. Oh but, wow! Like they 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 even did a piece on the group. They're called like the hobbyists, the balloonists, hobbyists, or something like that. <laughs> and um, yeah, it cost them twelve dollars to make the balloon, and we shot it down. With new tax dollars at work. Yeah, and you just imagine the fuel that F thirty five had to use to, do, to get up there and do that. Yeah, you got to pay the pilot for the move maneuver. <laughs> Do you really? Is it like that? I, I, don't, I don't think it's. I don't. I think when you're like, you know, when you're enlisted, when you, you're yeah, when you're enlisted, it. and like, I think those are just orders. I bet you, I bet you can max your. Those guys your probably air still make it to they, get overtime. They know? probably still make a decent amount of money. I can tell you one thing: their training is expensive as fuck. Yeah, those pilots are brilliant, though. I mean, you have to be to fly oh, something. Oh yeah, like that. no, I'm not diminishing anything there. I'm diminishing the four hundred thousand dollar missile that we needed to shoot to shoot yeah. down that fucking stupid balloon. Well, that's good. Another waste of money. So we. It's did. all because you know, God, they probably did it just for political points. Because Marjorie Taylor Greene wouldn't shut the fuck up. It's like God, she's not going to shut the fuck up if we don't use some sort of ridiculous, destructive military exercise to like prove that we can be like red-blooded, fucking bellicose Americans. Like, yeah. let's send a Sidewinder missile, at, a taxpayer-funded Sidewinder missile at it. You happy, Marjorie? <laughs> it was a twelve-dollar balloon, you dumb bitch. Like. How can you see her once and think to yourself, the whole state voted for her? There wasn't even a question in her race. Because she fires up the left. I'm telling you, it's all about upsetting, like owning a leftist or, you know, whatever owning and whatever a fucking leftist is anymore. You know what I mean? It's just, I. To me, I look at it as like, do you care about humanity or do you not care about humanity? Like, that's basically it for me. Like, if we're all humans, regardless of what we look like or what we decide to do sexually or, you know, how much money we make or whatever, like, that's still, that's humanity. <laughs> um, anyways, regardless, I, I don't, I don't know, man. I, it's, it's, it's about owning, it's about upsetting, riling up people like you and I, I guess, who think that. I just I love what Sarah Huckabee Sanders said in her response to the State of the Union. At one point, I think she was like, it's, it's it's now a battle between something like what's right and what's crazy. But she's, you know, trying to defend the Republicans, but it's like, well, you are making a valid point, but you have the, the sides, like, completely fucked up. Like, just because right is associated with Republican, what's actually right, like, the right thing to do is, sorry, more of a leftist idea or yeah. whatever. And the crazies are the ones that, you know, think there's Jewish spy lasers and shit like that and fucking yeah. QAnon lunatics. Like, that's the fucking crazy so it's kind of funny. It's like define irony. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's the biggest self own like that you could have in a response to the State of the Union of an opposing president on That's the other great. side of the political aisle. Oh yeah, super dumb. I loved it. <laughs> I find I tr- I watched the State of the Union. I think one of Trump's um, just I, for the shit show of his speaking because I just like I like watching his mind try and put it all together. But it's the standing up and the sitting down is just so. 
fucking weird. Yeah, it's weird. I don't it's very, get it's it. It's very ob- obsequious and strange. Imagine, imagine you got elected into that position yeah. as a normal human being. You out there, anybody, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh shit, I got nominated. I'll, I'll go for you it. You feel the need it. to stand up and all the time. And then you sit next clap. to all these fucking people, and it's like, like what are we fucking doing? Robots. <laughs> we're just listening to what we want to hear. Like, and then the next president comes in. It's like, oh, we, we're not allowed to stand this time. Okay, I'm just gonna sit then. Like, Dude, I mean, it's you. televised for a reason. Like, their their job is to make their constituents think that they're doing everything they can to better their lives instead of not being swayed behind closed doors by huge lobbying groups from corporations that run this country. Yeah, there is really no left and right. There is more. I mean. There's little things that separate us that they want us fighting over, such as, again, your sexuality, your race, your religious beliefs or whatever, like whatever amount of what you can learn um, in, a, in, a, in a school in this country anymore. But at the same time, like I, I've had this conversation so many times with my friend and it all comes down to just think about it. If, if so many angry people out there just had a little bit, if they didn't have any financial worries, if they had a little bit money, a little bit more money just to make sure that their lives were comfortable, comfortable, all their, their bills were paid. You know what I mean? Um, all their, their kids and their family had, had clothes. They get Pretty to work. That, you know a vacation I mean? is an option. Yeah. Vacation is an option. If you want to save your money, but a vacation, you can, is you can an enjoy, option. you have some money to enjoy your life a little bit. Like if everybody was living like that, and they could be in this country, oh, yeah. regardless of who you want. You know, you want to slander in the the economic workforce of this country, like who has what job and who doesn't have a job or whatever. There's still five hundred thousand homeless people that at least deserve to live under a roof. Yeah. Um, but it, just think about how much, just that burden, that financial burden that capitalism has you in, at least in this in this regard, to the point where minimum wage hasn't gone up in however many years, certainly doesn't correlate with the cost of living today. No. Um, just imagine not having to have that financial worry, not having to just go through your savings like my family's doing right now just to pay for daycare. Like, we're just hemorrhaging money, and it's getting fucking scary. You yeah. know what I mean? Everyone, and, like, but we're still store. going to work to every store, day. So you all feel it. Yeah. So if if <laughs> if those pro- simple problems were solved, I I've, I just have a feeling that maybe we would spend less time being online getting mad at other people because they have different views than us. I just feel like people would care less. Like maybe their prejudices wouldn't completely disappear from an internal perspective, but they wouldn't be voicing them as much. They'd just be like, fuck it. You know, at least I don't have to worry about fucking feeding myself today. Yeah. Or I don't have to worry that like, you know, my kids, you know, getting made fun of because they have the same fucking sweatshirt they wear every day because we can't afford clothes for our kids. Like anything that is a human right, especially in this country, I mean, it should be like this across the whole world, but anything that's a human right, like food and clothing and shelter, you know, people shouldn't have to want for that. They shouldn't have to go broke for that. Yeah. And I feel like if there was just care. a little bit more money thrown into that, that, that's um, whatever you want to call it, those basic human rights and cost of living, maybe people would be a little less mad. And again, this is me saying it all comes down to capitalism, basically. Like, yeah. And that's what the state of the union is. They want these politicians want their constituents to think that they're doing everything they can, but they're going to wake up the next day and go to their shitty ass job and worry about whether or not their paycheck's going to cover their pill, their bills, their medical bills, whatever. Yeah. And not a lot's really going to change, I don't think, until, I mean, there's a few simple things that I think can help a lot of it, but. Yeah, but we've, we've got to rely on the, the Congress itself to vote vote restrictions on itself. Sure. So, and we can't even it, get them. That's, that's exactly <laughs> it. Like getting rid of Citizens United, having term limits. Yeah. You know what I mean? Getting all, lobbying groups out of there. All their perks. Yeah, sure. How are you going to get half of the people there to say, no, nah, I'm not really into money. When that's the whole reason they're fucking there. It's been the game 
forever. Yeah. So to try and change that game when the only people that get that far in that game are the greediest. You know, in in I, I can't say across the board. You know, that's not a blanket statement, but you take uh, each one individually and pull them apart, and it'll be about 85%, I would say, are there for money. There's no way in hell that you that any billionaire out there in the world hasn't somehow had some sort of influence or impact or benefit from government somehow in some way for them to make that absurd amount of money. Oh yeah. Um, and it's hard for me to believe that they haven't stepped on someone or some business, some small business somewhere somehow to get to it because it's just, it, it just doesn't make sense that minimum wage would stay that low to the point where you have people, and again, the cost of living, inflation, everything. Like, I don't understand how people can fucking survive. Yeah. And when people have absurd amounts of money, that'll, you know, I mean, that that comparison of little grains of rice, a million grains of rice against a billion, like, that's all you have to think of. Like, look at it, look any of that up everywhere. Just look up the difference, a, a, a visual exercise, anything of, of beans, of rice, of beads, whatever, between a million and a fucking billion. Look that shit up. Yeah, it is so much. The disparity is so much more mind blowing from a visual visual perspective. If you can think of all those little things as dollars. Yeah, I think that's what I think that's the issue is that when like you're that people don't envision it. They can't they can't fathom the idea of that. Like for you, a million dollars would be life changing. So see that million piles of rice, million grains Mm -hmm. of rice, and then think that this person, one person has a billion of those and sometimes then five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen something up dot up does two hundred yeah, billion of them hundred billion crazy is like Elon shit. world and you know why why would why is that okay in the end when it's really off exploitation and manipulation throughout the years you know why is apple worth a trillion dollars and there's anybody like like i'm sorry like call me a socialist or a communist i don't really fucking i don't give a fuck i really don't the the you know the free market in this make as much money as you can like i don't care this is that is not what this country is supposed to be about if, and, and again, like, I don't know why we don't want our citizens to thrive. Why don't we want all of us? It's, it's like fucking, why don't we want everybody going to free college, getting the best education they can? But like, I think it was Reagan's secretary of education said, uh, and again, it's another th- uh, thing that my friend I was talking about earlier tipped me off to. Um, his secretary of education was saying that we don't want just anybody going to college because we have, we will have a dangerous educated proletariat. I don't know if that's verbatim, but I mean, think about that. Like, to me, I'm like, I want everybody in this country to get the best education they can, to be the smartest, to know our history, to learn from it, to be the best citizens that they can, to be the healthiest, most thriving and creative, progressive citizens that they can be, because that's what the human race, I think, can achieve and almost, like, demands to be. That's what it should be, rather than regressive. It will be. It just takes time. But I guess governments, in their current forms, their capitalistic forms right now, obviously won't survive from that, so... It's just the haves versus have-nots. I mean, play ball. That's the way it's always been. And you want to think it wouldn't be that way forever. But when you envision any kind of futuristic society that's working, you know, everything we talk about in socialist, communist, whatever, they're just labels on ideas. They can all be evolved and manipulated to fit society's needs. You know, it's that we put these statements on them. You know, like even capitalists. Mm-hmm. They, you know, there are some aspects of capitalism, sure. not many, you know, because you need to take greed out of capitalism for capitalism to work, but you can't. So these things are, but, but why the labels to begin with is is where I'm at is like society needs to it's, just, just what, do, what do people envision as that utopian? 
you know, the unattainable you mean just society. Why is everything so black and white? Like, there's just it, so it, much. Just for us to talk about, you know, different functions of the government that should be uh, maybe free doesn't mean that it's like just the taxpayers are all paying for it. Maybe it's paid by the the companies that have exploited it forever. But either and, that have exploited and, the taxpayers and their own their own labor force. Like, yeah. So I'm just saying that there are multiple ways. But instead, they just say it's socialist, mm-hmm. and it's like that doesn't mean it's anything. just an easy. Yeah, it's a blanket statement. You know. Yeah. So, well, that's why we're having these conversations. I mean, talking more in depth about, you know, the different ideas of different socialist ideas that don't necessarily, like, it's not like it has to, everything has to be implemented. Like, you can have different ideas that can, yeah. you know, make our country better, and they might be socialist ideas. You might have some capitalist ideas as well. But the point is, right now, it's just like, there, there isn't, there is, they're just, I'm sorry, there, there shouldn't be people that can't, pay their way in this country with no. so much money. I mean, Apple, again, Apple being worth a trillion dollars. Think about a trillion dollars compared to a billion. If you can't even do the million to a billion, it's just fucking mind-boggling. Yeah. And, oh my God, it, it's sickening. And that's, again, aside from the other, the... the. And this is trillion-dollar company. You talk about Apple that puts nets around its buildings in China to catch suicide. Oh, Wow. Literally. I didn't even know about that. That's fucked I up. Don't, I don't think it's there anymore, but you can see it from the 90s into the early 2000s that there was a net that they thought would be a good idea because too many people were killing themselves. And, like, uh, they're mean, now worth a trillion dollars. Good job. You figured out a loophole there. I mean, think you about force your employees to want to kill themselves. This alone, I mean, this, it's, like the, it's like the trickle-down capitalism in every facet of, like, society. I mean, like, people, people have depression because they can't, pay their bills or because they hate their meaningless jobs and shit like that. And that leads to all kinds of different things. It could lead to drinking to eventually a domestic dispute to a point where it ends up being a mental health crisis. But then and this is all, a, the but then a children. very, but then a very heavily funded police force shows up without any type of mental abuse caregivers or mental, mental health caregivers with them. The situation gets out of hand and somebody gets fucking shot. I mean, this shit happens all the fucking time. All the time. And I guarantee you that a lot of that is rooted in financial struggles and depression and the depression that comes with it. I mean, if people, if people's lives are as mindless as they are, just going to work every day just so they can pay bills, just so they can survive and eke out some sort of fucking life with no creative joy, no downtime to spend with their family, no time to play sports. And because all they're doing is just fucking grinding and grinding and grinding. Like, I just, I don't, to me, that is no way to live. No. And it's wrong. And I mean, shit, even like having children can do that to you. But like, I still try and find a way to make time for myself and do the things that I enjoy. But at the same time, like there are times where I'm at work, I'm not doing anything all day. I could be spending the four hours I'm not working on a slow day with my kids, but like I am supposed to stay there. I mean, there's like wasted time and stuff like that too. And that can, but I'm kind of getting off topic, but I'm just saying everything is connected to that that idea that you have to pay your way, you have to afford your cost of living. And when you don't do that, you face real fucking consequences, like losing your house or not eating or not having clothes. And then like, it's just, it can lead to so many things after that, that just end up being made worse by um, things again, like a police force or not, not mental health. I mean, look, look, John Fetterman just checked himself into freaking Walter Reed because of his mental health issues. Yeah. 
I mean, that's crazy. That doesn't bode well for him politically. A lot of people are saying it does, but I'm just like, no, man, it's not. People oh, are going to no. have at him. They're going to destroy him, and he won't be there much longer, unfortunately. But I think but he's a good man. It's from his stroke, Yeah, and he can imagine you can think clearly, but you can't speak clearly. Like me and, and his entire could. podcast. No. <laughs> but, you know, and you could, but you, and you had this ability for the majority of your life, and now you can't say the words you want to think about. It would be really depressing. I mean, I don't know. I don't know the whole story behind what he's dealing with, so I'm not going to try to put that in there. But I, to me, it seems like it would be hard. To, and he's probably just taking the right route of getting the help he needs, which yes. I definitely think everybody should do. Um, but I just um, <laughs> well, when I, what I was going to say too is it, when you're talking about how we're oppressed by this financial weight on our shoulders, and you think like the 40 hour work week was designed and created during a time when the uh, one partner would work and the other one would stay home with the kids. Sure. And because 40 hours a week is very taxing when you break it down, that gives you the two days of rest to then do it again. And every night you come home to more than likely a dinner and then a mild time to relax before getting back up and doing it. And the majority of your days are at a job trying to grind and make money. And now we're taking both partners in a household and making them do that and still scrape by. You know, where's the respite? Where's our moment of actual rest or some kind of like, how are these homes getting cleaned? Just basic dishes can become such a fucking task because there's no time in the day to just sit out. Dude, yeah. I mean, you're, <laughs> you're, that's, that's our life, man. You know what I mean? My wife is super smart, has an MBA. You know what I mean? She, she went to college and paid off her student loans and did like, she freaking hustled her whole life. Um, and we have two kids now. She works from home. Most of the time, but it's still impossible to have two kids and work from home. I mean, there's just it's it just yeah, can't yeah, be yeah. done. And I go to work every day as well, so we have help certain days, and then we send them to daycare. And our daycare costs three hundred eighty-five dollars a week. So a week, our a week. Oh so God. our extra money that That's we that we we would even yeah. So the extra money that we have that we would have by even just having two jobs right now. I mean, we would. We wouldn't be as financially stressed if it wasn't for daycare. And that's another, at least from my particular stance, from my family right now, we're, again, we're both fortunate to have good jobs. I, you know, have a family member I work for, so I'm very privileged in that regard. And again, I said my wife worked hard for it and shit. So we have good paying jobs now, like to the point that we could survive if our kids weren't in daycare, but we can't go to these jobs and make this money and pay these bills that it demanded us if our kids are, you know, in the picture all day long. You just can't get it done. There's too much to be done, obviously. Yeah. So they go to daycare, which is expensive as fuck, and I don't... Uh, that bankrupts families as well. That's what I said it's doing to us. I mean, we're just going through all of our savings, and by the time that our oldest child is out of daycare in public schools at the point where we won't be spending at least paying tuition for him at a daycare, I don't think that we're going to have any savings left, and I don't know what we're going to do at that point. Yeah. Like, we haven't done our taxes yet. We should get a decent tax return because we moved and had another child this this past tax uh, year. Yeah. Um, but again, I mean, I don't know that to keep us afloat for a little bit. There's a couple months every year where we get three paychecks in a month, which is nice, but... Yeah. $400 <laughs> a week for daycare. It's fucking crazy. Four weeks is $1,200 that month for daycare. And 
There, Five weeks sometimes, universal dude. Universal daycare is one of like the non-debated topics in Congress. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of people that don't like it, but anytime the bill comes up, they pack it with all the bullshit mm-hmm. that, that does cause issues. Because imagine if you're if you any community had universal daycare, had daycare centers that are regulated and you know qualified individuals are inside of them that you just drop your kids off at that you can go to work every day. You would not have. There are people that can't afford twelve hundred, let alone four hundred yeah. a month. So. And and if they could just go like they want to work, you know, like it, that's to me, the Republicans shouldn't be upset and the Democrats shouldn't be upset at all about free daycare because it just creates a, bit, a, a bigger workforce mm-hmm. to build your unemployment numbers, you know, whatever. But it, it would help the community more than anything. Sure. That's where the strap is. You know, I mean, think you're about forced it. to stay home, not work or you're forced to bleed. And like, like they always, they always come down to victim, victim blaming. Like when you, I mean, there's, there's people that maybe like, okay, they don't have the job right now, but they have kids, you know what I mean? But they can't, they can get a job, but they can't afford to put their kids in daycare. So who's going to watch their kids? Where are they going to go? You know, yeah. they try and watch them. They don't have this option. So then they get benefits, which are entitlement programs, which uh, tons of Republicans want to get rid of, like of especially social security and Medicaid, at least a few of them for whatever stupid ass reason. Yeah. Um, so again, and and then it just comes down to, okay, well, we want to get rid of entitlement programs that help people that can't get jobs to pay for their kids or at least put their kids in daycare so they have time to work and not have to worry about their children. Like There's so many different things that are caused by the need to have to pay for things. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. It just, it seems so wrong to me in the wealthiest country in the world. Again, the whole world, it, it shouldn't be like this at all. I don't understand why anybody can't feed themselves in this world. The, the resources are abundant, but when you monetize, are but, abundant. Yeah. But when you monetize everything, everything's for a fucking price. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, like in that one movie, like that asteroid that's going to come hit us or whatever, we may have the ability to destroy it or send it off course, but if we find some valuable fucking resource in it, we're going to fucking excavate that shit first and somebody's going to make some fucking money and hopefully they do it before it smashes into the planet and kills us all. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's, it's they will monetize anything over people, profit it's over true. people. That is this country, that is this version of capitalism that we all live in yeah. and that's what needs to change. And that is basically what I'm saying when you people call me a fucking leftist socialist. Yeah. You when know what you, I mean? When the, you, uh, Turkey and Syria just went down because of the earthquakes. Oh, yeah, dude. That's fucking unimaginable. It's, uh, since NATO was created, this is the most casualties they've ever experienced in a natural disaster. It, the last I saw it was like 42 to 46,000 yeah. people. That's unfucking fathomable. It was, and there were nighttime. <laughs> They were nighttime earthquake 7.6 magnitude. Like oh, they were hours. at night? Yeah, so God. everybody was well, asleep in their buildings as it crumbled. And that's why it's that's so bad. Maybe, I don't want to use the word silver lining, but hopefully people will just, you know. They're pulling people out 10 days later yeah. that are alive. Yeah, there was that one like soccer phenom that lived in Turkey who was killed. Yeah, it's so bad. And this is an area that's been like war-torn for 12 years. Um, there are actual sanctions on Turkey that... We they're you know that are in place, so it's still harder to even get them aid because mm-hmm. of sanctions in place. Um, but where you're talking about capitalism and like, why doesn't the world just instantly look at that right now? That's happening right now. There's a huge humanitarian crisis happening between Turkey and Syria in a an infrastructureless, uh, financeless area. Mm-hmm. They need so much support. Yeah. 
and they have nothing and nobody and like why didn't the whole world come together with excess cash and, and means and just do it we can get everything that we need in record time if we wanted to and we just don't yeah and i mean i know, it's, I know it's, that's utopian talk but it's just it's perspective in that it all can be done it's just not profitable and how do you make those changes how can you yeah and the powers that be are spending so much time convincing everybody that it's not affordable you know what I mean? That they can't do it. That they can't. It's just, it's profitable for them to do it from a humanitarian perspective. Like, you're going to get some kudos for this because it's the right fucking thing to do because you have the means to do it because of this thing that humans value called money. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's some sort of fucking wealth. Like, I just, I don't know. It's hard for me to understand all of it. It's kind of even hard for me to understand ownership. Like, like I, I get that, like, you know, you own your house or whatever, you know, you pay a bank and an interest rate, you pay with this stuff called money that you work for and stuff like that. But it's it's really like, it's not like, who really owns it in the end? It's, I'm Dude, not, I, I fucking hate way down the fucking lines. rabbit hole. I yeah. hate property lines because if, like, my neighbor and I share essentially a yard, mm -hmm. but there's a property line through it. If he decides to mow on a Sunday, I have to fucking mow. Yeah. Otherwise, it looks ridiculous, you know? <laughs> like, I don't, it, it, like, why? Wow. Uh, <laughs> I, I enjoy mowing. I use an electric mower. I enjoy mowing on my terms and yeah, my times. Sure. But sometimes well, I look out and I'm like, two weeks, man, come on. But again, that's really all about, that's like your township and the aesthetics and whether or not the township's going to be like, you have to mow your lawn too. Like I live in one of those stupid fucking communities where I pay uh, whatever the fuck. Um, yeah, I don't know, really know the remedy of what I was complaining about, but. You just didn't want to, you just don't want to mow your lawn. Yeah, I just don't like the force yeah. of it. And that there's this sure. it's a perfect line, you know, like Oh yeah, yeah, I gotcha. And I just that I mean it's me. it's you can just at this point <laughs> I just feel like you can at least respect it like, oh, okay, this is your place. Cool. Like I'm gonna respect your boundaries. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like this is like we're I, I don't understand <laughs> humans, I guess, intrinsically just want to be violent and take things and be greedy it just it seems like it's that's a comparison it's like society. almost in our nature can't just be happy with what we have it's always and i that now we're getting into the you know the social media and the technology aspect of comparative well they had it with magazines too back then but even you just you're never happy with what you have because you see other people with more you don't realize that like i got everything i well hopefully you know but if you yeah. could just sit back and say like what do i need i need shelter i need water food and whatever would bring me some happiness. But then people just try to get more and more and more and more. Start buying homes and homes and homes and homes to get more rent. And you're not thinking that, like, every time you buy your multiple homes, you're upping it for any first-time mm -hmm. homeowner that just wants a shelter. Remember when you just wanted shelter and you decided, wow, you know, I'm going to do a bunch of them. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's a couple. If you own two or three homes and you rent them out, I think that's a great <laughs> business idea. If you can pull that off. It's just, it's the... Black Rock, this and that, that get the multiple homes with no repercussions and the way it affects entire societies without any recourse is ridiculous. Yeah, know. people don't, people's minds don't really like live in the gray. They don't, they just see it as, well, whatever, I got to work harder, I don't. You yeah. know, they don't see it as like, well, you know, you're in this problem because of capitalists. You know what I mean? Generations and generations of them and their generational wealth and these corporations, like you are really at their mercy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's the like <laughs> the best thing is the punishable by fine is just, you know, it's well, legal people. legal for a price. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Well, yeah, that's that's the class structure of of crime. You know what I mean? Like a poor person on the street could get arrested by a cop like a homeless guy because they left trash somewhere and the the cops in a bad fucking mood and there's some sort of initiative that the mayor 
threw out there about cleaning up the homeless and getting them off our streets. So some dude like leaves a trash bag somewhere and then the cop beats the fucking shit out of him and takes him to fucking jail. But a huge environmental disaster like this from Norfolk Southern, it's like, oh, they're going to pay a little bit of money that I mean, these guys are wiping their asses with $100 fucking bills. Yeah. Nobody's going to go to fucking jail. Like, it's just, that's, it's it's a class structure. And that's why, you know, people are sitting in jail without even seeing a, a judge yet because they can't afford bail. Yeah. I mean, what, what about innocent until proven guilty, but you're going to sit in jail this whole time until you're proven innocent or guilty? Unless but by you the can way, afford bail. Yeah, unless you can afford bail. And by the way, our court system is backed way the fuck up, man, because, you know, and you'll get a public defender that doesn't give a shit about you because you can't afford an attorney either. I mean, that's that's exactly what happened to um, freaking, oh, why can't I think of his Broward? name? Yes. Yeah. Khalif Broward. Was it was it Khalif? That I don't know. I just remember his last name was Broward. But he was held. Yeah. For a backpack that they that they said he stole. And he was he basically he never saw a judge. He just his family didn't have money to bail him out. And he spent two years in fucking Rikers, which fucked his head up so much that when he got out he killed himself. At yeah. his house where his mom found him. Like, it's just that that system is all about, okay, you can't afford to pay then you are going to play in a playground called fucking Rikers. Yeah. Like, have fun with that. And it proportionally happens to minority people and pe and uh, poor communities. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't tell me that that version of capitalism is justified. Okay, that's like you can't make people's lives, their freedom, whether or not they're going to be in jail for petty crimes and accusations without even seeing a judge. You can't tell me that that is going to be forfeit because they don't have the money to fucking kick towards you know, some municipalities fund. I mean, what are they going to do with that fucking money anyways? You know what I mean? Buy like a Corvette cop car, which I saw a picture of. It's like, I think it's over in Europe somewhere, but they certainly don't have crime like we do. But still, like, let's get this super fucking fast, like expensive ass car for our cops to fly around in. Yeah, it would be taxpayer funded. Be more weapons, I'm sure, of some kind. But I don't know. I don't know. We could... It's just frustrating. This, this episode is all over the fucking place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're hearing us rant, whatever. <laughs> There'll be more structure, I Maybe. guess. It's fine. Of all the things we wanted to talk about, it was the Turkey-Syria earthquake, the... Palestine or Palestine. Yeah, the Ohio. Um, and the balloons. The balloons. We Harry Potter. Threw some Harry Potter in. Hogwarts a little bit, some Harry Potter. Made fun of Andrew Tate. Yeah. Which I think he's still in jail. Yeah, oh yeah, he In is. Romania or whatever. Um, which is great. I'd love to see him stay there for yeah, quite some time. guy's such an asshole. Like, that's the type of dude, like, he wants to watch the world burn. Like, he wants to upset people. That's what I'm talking about. He says things to upset people so it gets clicks, and he knows that. And he is the type of person that doesn't care about that. To me, that is just like, like, you're just a fucking asshole. Like, that's it. You're an asshole. You're willing to sell your soul and fucking make money just by being a dick. Like, by <laughs> treating everyone you know like shit. I just, oh, man, fuck that guy. Yeah. It's and, funny to me. But he got millions of views. Mm -hmm. It worked as far as he's concerned. What his game plan was worked really well. Sure. And fun. again, but that's from a capitalist point of view. They're like, oh, yeah, cool. Because again, capitalists, they have their tunnel vision, money. Yeah. That's what they see at the end. And that's what I, I just feel like in this country, like that's all people can really afford to see is that black and white. It's like, are they making money to pay their fucking bills or are they not? Like there is no, there's nothing outside of that in their life and i feel again that's that's no way to live yeah. people are creative people can find joy in so many other things that are outside of stressing or being depressed because they can't fucking pay their bills and then you know their other waking hours they're working some shitty job to try and pay those bills yeah it's exhausting and it just wears us down lowers our lifespans and 
the effects of us as the of the adults and the parents on our children having to see because you know the stressors, financial stress is like the it's got to be one of the leading causes of marital uh, torment. Sure. So you know the kids that need to see how to be as adults with their significant others are only seeing torment, and I hope that they have a better situation. But That's what we're talking about. We're living in the gray area. We're seeing the effects that these things have. And if you just there, I guarantee you there's studies out there and it's, it's just a practical way of thinking. There are so many different ways that households, the way kids growing up, like you were saying, can be affected by this and turn into these very same adults. You know what I mean? That just think that everything is about making money and being rich. And then like they have these same problems and raise kids the same way. Yeah. It's just, it's a cycle that, you know, I don't. I only think we're going to see the repercussions in in a, in a few years, ten years. You know, especially with the I've pandemic. I've heard a lot kids, of that. You know, yeah, the ten years type thing. Like society as we know it and capitalism is going to collapse relatively. Like we are in the late stages of it. I mean, it's it's not it's it's not sustainable at this point, especially not like the way the environment's going. No, you look at the storms happening in the middle of winter, in the middle of the night in Kentucky that they've never experienced before in their life. And they're calling it a hellscape of tornadoes ripping through there. You know, this is not every, like we've said multiple times, the word unprecedented has lost all meaning mm -hmm. because it's just, it's just the net. It'll be said tonight. People are delusional. I mean, they fear change. This is different. No, I, I don't want to accept that. That's not the way things are going to be because their life gets, you know, uprooted and tossed about. You know, I mean, that's what conservative, that's, I mean, that's conservatism, conservatism yeah. right there. I mean, like, but and that's just not the way the world works. Again, the human race is meant to progress, you yeah. know? I mean, like, think about it. We wouldn't have evolved to this point. Yes, we evolved. We weren't created. <laughs> we wouldn't have evolved to this point, you know what I mean, where lifespans are living longer without the technology and the medicine and stuff that we have like that. You know what I mean? But there yeah. are other things that are like grinding against that. Like you said, like working. I mean, literally like work every, the majority of your life is spent working a fucking job. Yeah. Like making the bare minimum so someone else can make a shit. Ton. In a lot of cases, especially when you look at the fast food industry. I mean, my God, McDonald's CEOs, those are the guys that drink martinis at lunch and play fucking golf all day. Yeah. And then I, and like some people are just like, they rag on people that work in those industries and stuff and they they you know like they call them what uh, unskilled labor skillless jobs whatever the fuck but then i mean there's so many times where like my work's slow and people just don't do anything all day so yeah. i mean what kind of you know skilled or unskilled labor is that yeah. i mean that's just fucking retail that's i mean i can't imagine going to mcdonald's and flipping burgers all day is fucking easy you know what i mean it's got to be stressful and annoying as hell just dealing if people treat you like people. dirt yeah People and, and in the worst ways when they, you know they look down on you mm -hmm. because it's publicly stated that they do and it's sure. when it shouldn't be you know in our in our utopian society we shoot for those are the those I think uh, the the burger flippers and um, the baristas uh, I think they they will be the creatives that are doing enough to get by because those jobs should support you with a forty hour work week with some kind of way of living and working on their passion and hopefully they can turn their art their music, whatever they want into the next thing. But it shouldn't be this penalty that you like, you know, they shouldn't get more than that. They just flip burgers all day. It's just a job of something we all need. Yeah. I eat fast food. I want to cruise up. I want to get everything right in the bag and cruise <laughs> away, you know, and it's hard to, for that to happen and whatever, you know, it's just. It, it, I think I've had, I've had McDonald's breakfast and Arby's this year, I think. <laughs> this week. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man, I mean, it's 
It's true. I mean that that whole that forty hour work week that that idea of just this this capitalistic grind. I mean it stifles human progress. Everybody's got a creative bone in their body, and even if they don't, I mean, what if you want to go to a baseball game? You know what I mean? What if you want to have time to do that or be able to afford that? What if you want to go to a freaking hockey game or go for a hike? You know, it doesn't have to be like even yeah. art or making music or whatever. Fishing. What if you want time to read a book? What yeah. you, and like you were saying, what if you just want to go on a vacation with your fucking family and be able to, afford, everyone should be able to afford one of those every year. Like, yeah. and not have to lose your fucking, uh, your, your PTO, your paid time off because you were sick. Like most people have to do like sick days are paid time off. Like, sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, well, wait a minute. Like, I can't help if I get sick. Like, I got kids that are in daycare. You know, I got antibiotics. Here's my doctor's note. Nope, too bad. You got to make it up or you're going to lose vacation days. I mean, fuck that. Yeah, it's a ridiculous, ridiculous set of rules that only favor the corporate side of things. But we're rolling over the hour mark and we're reiterating the same fucking yeah. corporate bullshit. I didn't that. drink on this one. I thought I'd be less rambling and I was wrong. So I think I got a lot in. I do. Yeah. This was still was a good one. Though. or not, I don't know, but you know, there it was. So yeah, I know. I said I was going to write welcome. more body. I thought I said I was going to write more like body in our our YouTube descriptions to try and get some better like SEO. And I don't even know what I'm going to do. I think I might just find some articles that I think are relevant, and I'll post them. I'll be like, if you want to read more, these are some sources we can trust. Yeah, do that. Yeah. Like it's not going to take you to fucking, you know, Fox News or whatever the fuck. It's goddamn weird. Yes. Unless we're making fun of them, we want to show you that. But you know, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah, and Tucker Carlson is like talking about Chelsea Handler right now. Oh, he's all mad at her now. Well, just just calling her an upset, unhappy woman. She's just like, I'm unmarried with no kids. You fucking idiot! What makes you think I'm an unhappy woman? Like I'm the happiest person ever. She's like in her house doing videos. She's like, I have my thermostat set at 65 degrees because no one's here to change it. Not my husband. Not my kids. It's just my house. This is what I do. This is my life. And she's just fucking trolling him nice. Yeah, exactly. That's good. That's good. Okay. Well, hey, we're on to season two. Yep. We'll be back in what, maybe three? Yeah, probably three weekends. Ah, well, is real quick, because I got a guy that wants to call in for sure. When are we doing phone calls? I mean, we can do them whenever if you want to hook your phone up. I'm just not giving y'all motherfuckers my number. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I if got, you want to use your like, phone, you can give your number. Well, I got a guy at yeah, burner phone. I used to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, he just left there, but he we were we became somewhat of buddies with polar opposite oh. ideals. And cool. he wanted to do he wanted to be on the podcast and come in. And I was like, ah, you know, I don't know about all let's that. Let him not choose a, a space. Let's let him choose a topic he can defend. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And we'll, then have we'll him call in. It. Have him call in, you know, not like we're staging something like here's the full development of how we're going to do it. But it's just somebody that would like to be a guest on without actually having him to have to be here at a specific time. He can give us an introductory statement and a thesis about the, (laughs) the, you know, what he wants the body of his argument to be. Yeah. Whatever his argument is. And then we'll do our own research that I'm sure will be thrown in with some of our political opinions. Yeah. I like it. And probably destroy him. Whoa. Whoa, I told him that Danny would be way more emotional about it, but... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I probably will be. It depends. But we shall see. But, hey, that's something to look forward to. Maybe next cast, maybe the following, but... Yeah, sure. I, I would love to have my buddy call in and talk, too. Because yeah. we'll also beatbox and rap and stuff. That could be funny. I'm going to make him do that. Honestly, but yeah, he's he's conservative, well, for so sure. He probably would. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, he'll throw it down. All right, cool. Yeah. Well, uh, we're on to season two. That was episode one of... But that's why we're so poor. Garbage.
I did pause. On purpose? No. Oh, I, well, I, I fucking hope not. Yeah, I didn't know you were fucking doing that. I was going to try to really do later. Fuck it. Sure.